Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fake Deep Radio. Aye. Atletico Madrid. <laughs> well, back again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the ad libs are back. What? They're the back. Fuck was I love that it. Matters. I know. Is it not this less boy? Wait, wait, that's his ad lib. No, it was not an ad lib, but it was like. Well, it was something he said. Random, he just threw some random words. To be yeah. honest, we got we got face. Santi at some point. It's a guarantee. We have <laughs> to. Yes, <laughs> Anyways, hello everybody. Welcome back to the show. Yes, sir. We have a very, very special guest today. As you can see, he came with the trip. Serious drip. I'm sure that your eyes are, you know, dangling around. Wondering who is this? What is happening here? Oh my god. They watch me for this podcast. Oh my god. Who is this fashionista? Icon. As the African Kanye West. You did why me? Fashion music photography multi hyphenated together actually martin just introduce yourself yes please okay i can't even go through the list of things (laughs) hi everyone martin Uh, my mother named me sesinu um i am i am many things and i i want to remain that way for the rest of my life i don't ever want to be a single um idea i want to be i want to be everywhere you know, I always liked the idea of omnipotence. <laughs> you know, I I, I, was, I had a very religious background, and I like being everywhere and everything at once. Yeah. That's base. That's one of the basic motivations for me in life. So, like Buhari, uh, for everybody. <laughs> did you just say like Buhari? Abel, <laughs> you don't remember when Buhari got elected? What did he say? He said he's for everybody and for nobody. Oh, exactly, yeah, and and he's actually for nobody. But Abel, okay. you know that this guy was giving us some serious <laughs> incantation guy, type deep no worry, intro. No worry. This guy just said like Buhari. Nah, all good, all good. No, but thank you, Matus, for coming on. I'm a bad boy. That's a nice baby boy. That one, that one did. Yeah. No, that's amazing, man. Of course, as you heard, omnipotence. Yeah. I don't even know where to start from. Of course, but oh, yeah, actually omnipresence. Omnipresence, guy. Yeah. Jesus, you guys, hearing this? No, it's not all knowing. It's just, just <laughs> being everywhere. Got so, you, got you. Yeah. I love that's it though. So yeah, today, um, you know, obviously, we want to talk about um that idea of like a exactly. multi-hyphenated artist that doesn't really you know work in one um field or discipline. So. Um, can you tell us a little bit about like your creative origin story? Like, what was your, what was your first exploration? Like, what discipline drew you in first? Into creativity. I remember when I was a kid, um, I used to like just drawing. Mm-hmm. I remember drawing a, a portrait of uh, I think it was myself, and then there was it was these there were these pictures that were hanging on our wall. You know, us Nigerian homes now we always have pictures of ourselves yeah. on the walls. Yeah. So I started like I used to draw those. And you know, my parents were like, Oh, it's very nice. I don't know if you were just washing me, shall <laughs> They're washing you, they're trying to okay. push you. I, I tried my best, so yeah, throughout like you know, primary school, high school, I used to just try drawing, but I realized at some point that I was not very good at drawing things out of my imagination, right? Mm. I was good at replicating things, right? So it, it took me to my adulthood till I realized like what my actual skill was, and it was just like being able to interpret things like i can see something i can translate it into something else right. mm. like recreation um that was the main thing that i figured out i could do very well so if you show me something or i could learn something i can replicate mm-hmm. it 
So as long as I had access to resources to, um, to do a specific thing, I would be able to do it. So it's like, it's boundless in that, in that way because it's not only creativity, it's not just being able to come up with things, it's mm. being able to put things that exist together. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and also learning, the process of learning how to, uh, and having the persistence to finish something. Yeah. So the stubbornness that they always accused me of when I was a kid, I, I have it forever imprinted in my head about how stubborn I was as a child. Mm. It was not. I don't think that w- that was a good thing for me in the sense that like persistence. I'm always like I always push yep. for like anything I want to do until I get to the end of it. Mm. And I so think you put that along with like just the ability to learn. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much where all the skill. That started from where it comes from no i like that because like you know like you said persistence is one important one because and then another thing you mentioned was like okay some people can create new but also a very important skill is to put things together in a new way you yeah. know it's like you have these pieces of things that are from that already exist you take them together put them in a new way and turn it into something else reimagine it yeah exactly so i actually fuck with that like i relate to it to you too honestly because me too I used to draw a lot when I was small. That time, integrated science. like drawing is always a starting It's the beginning, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's an interesting conversation to have yeah. separately, right? Because it's like, everybody started with drawing. I don't know whether it's just because of the school curriculum that... It's I think that's a major thing. Yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody drawing when you want to Think about it. Even exactly. in kindergarten, the first thing they give you is coloring book, coloring right? Exactly. Like, so you're used to colors and stuff like that. Exactly. So it's like, like you said, like, even me too, like I started from drawing, um, I remember that time when the integrated science they say draw good heart or something. <laughs> what? They <laughs> say good heart. <laughs> I'll be I'm human heart. my biology when they <laughs> do that thing. <laughs> 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 no, uh, that time the heart they use look for babes that year. You go, uh, you when go I was what? Like, help them draw good. Yeah, heart. I was like ten years old. It wasn't that deep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll say, "Oh, dude, come and draw my um, science assignment for me." I know those characters. I can't be dragged. They feel like bad guy. Like, say, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 that, that's game stories. I'm old dude from time now. You know the vibes. I think you you touched on it a little bit, right? On like like what creativity is for you. But could you speak more to that, like? I find this thing with a lot of artists, like when they talk about their work or why they do what they do, but mm-hmm. the drive to create is almost instinctual. It's like almost insatiable. Mm-hmm. It's like for, for somebody that is truly a creative, if they are not creating, it's almost like they're dead. It's like they, it's almost like a life force. So I wonder, do you, can you speak to that a little bit? Like what is like creativity to you? Like what, why, why are you not a banker? <laughs> or, you know, I like why that. And why are you not something else? Why are you doing what you do? I've never really met anybody that had a passion for banking, Shah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I would say, if I were to look at it from that perspective, like, why am I not something else? Why am I somebody that, that wants, why am I somebody that wants to create or mm-hmm. loves to create? Yeah. It, it's mostly from what I just said earlier. I want to see an impression of myself in my environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that, you have to create. You have to put things out into the world. It's this idea of um, a lot of it is the is the drive for mortality, mm. the idea of knowing that one day you're going to disappear, and yeah. your existence is that limited. Mm. So, what is the? I, I've heard a lot of uh, school of thoughts about what's the point of existence if not to 
um, leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So people say it doesn't like you don't have to leave a mark. You just had to be beautiful. You just mm. had to exist. Mm. But for me, I, I like to sit on the on the side of leaving a mark. Yeah, it, it's about like you were here, you did something, and then you were gone. Yeah, and hopefully that thing you did lasts exactly beyond you. Beyond you, yeah. it might not last forever, but that's as close as you can get. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. I think I can't remember the saying in full, but I remember like you know the I guess the meat of it. I think and I think it's by Picasso, where he says every child is creative. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how to um, keep it up as you grow, like how mm-hmm. to keep that like childlike creativity. Because and creativity you can is almost like play. It's an exploration all the time. Yep. Like yeah, exactly. And all children <coughs> play. They are just like there, you know, playing with things, messing around. Mm-hmm. But as you grow up, you know things that happen exactly so well, people I it phases away I, w- yeah. I wanted to take it back to let's let's rewind a little bit a little bit right and so you grew up in lagos no i grew oh. up in Wari. interesting how long were you how long when did you move out oh wait is that your hometown all through no, i'm actually from lagos state okay I'm from Badadri. oh interesting yeah well, you grew up in Worry? Yes, I grew up. In so Warri. is that where you started getting interested in all these like artistic kind of mediums? Is that where um, everything started? Yeah, like I said, as a child, I was involved in like acting. I used to act. I used to like in high school. No, primary school. Primary school. Interesting. Primary school. I used to act. I think I was in like a, I was in my acting phase throughout high school, so I wasn't very expressive. All right. Mm. Um, I was good at literature. I was I was good at writing. Mm. So that's a very like. Um, reclusive um, exercise. Um, before that, in when I was in primary school, I used to like act. I always used to be like uh, the when when they're looking for who's going to play the the main character. Now, I yeah, be, <laughs> I booze. Be they could call you. Booze. Yeah. <laughs> so so did you like? Is it that you liked that? Did you like the? Uh, was it the attention or was it just the it expression? Was, it was the expression. Mm. I was a very expressive. Okay. I was very expressive as a child, and it got dulled when I was in high school because mm. of like obviously self confidence issues. You know. Yeah. Just I wasn't looking my best. I felt at that time. High school is like a popularity contest. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Bruh. Yeah, I mean, mine was like not as bad because I was in an all boys school, so right. it was there was no babes to impress at that time, so it wasn't <laughs> as like tragic. It yeah. didn't leave such a mark. And was this still in Warrior or was this oh, in so Lagos? I went to school in Benin, gotcha. like Edo State, right? Yeah, Christie. Um, so during that time, I'll say it's mostly that's when I w- I had my best literary phase. I was that was the thing I was best at, best in in literature. I wasn't actually good at English language. I was good but at literature, literature yeah. specifically. But it just kind of translated because I was always, like, I've always had a uh, pretty solid upbringing when it came to lang- English language. Yeah. Um, so I was coasting on that part, but I loved reading right. and, like, like learning new, like, ideas about, like, the world. Yeah. So I used to read, like, some of my dad's books on the side. I read a lot of, like, about, like, religion throughout like mm. high school mm. um, and even post like when I was in university I used to do a lot of reading it's like I need this bible they always telling me all the answers I inside. I want to like, know, want to know what's inside. inside I want to know what's inside yeah. so I, I be reading that shit I be reading like other books like encyclopedias and shit just trying to like figure stuff out and make things make sense right so it, it kind of informed a lot of like decisions I made later in life because 
I had all the information at the tip of my fingers, but I was trying to disprove something that I had already been taught. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to have the answer for when people ask me why I believe what I believed. Mm. So I kept looking for it. Right. That was, that was the idea then. So that was high school reading phase. Uh, earlier, it was like acting, drawing. You know, that was my that was the scope of my creativity at that point. And I grew up in a very musical family. My my mom loved to sing and dance. And right. My sister was also like my sister's actually a great singer, like great. Mm. You know, like I can put. It her runs like in the blood If now. we go and bring out all these like big artists, yeah. you know, I will go and bring out my. Does sister. she have any songs right now? She has a whole ass album. That Interesting. She's like, she's like a. She sings. She makes hymns. Right. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. She's like. Uh, she sings like Christian. That's music, so so very cool. Specific. So yeah. I, 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 what I'm getting from you one is that religion is a very big part of what, you, like your foundation and how you. Yeah. It was. It was a very. Was big part. no more. I'm. I'm like. I'm like. Mili- I'm like militantly atheist. Interesting. Militantly, not agnostic. Yeah. Just atheist. Not agnostic. I'm atheist. atheist. When did that, that switch happen? happen? Yeah, because that's a match shift. Like agnostic is agnostic. Um, is, I don't know, I don't and know. it's okay. And it's fine. If this is there, like, is no god. There yeah, god. that's a strong one. And uh, he said militantly, which is <laughs> yeah, militantly. What like, what made that switch? I stand that position. Oh wow. no, wait, it's not. There is no god. It's like take one specific one at a time. Right, and that one is bullshit. That's that kind of idea. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, we will get to that because that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> extremely heavy. But I want to f- I want to follow the timeline again. So we start out worry, right, mm-hmm. and then we move to Benin. High school. High school. Boarding school. Oh, when States. do we enter Lagos? Uh, no, I never. Really so you never. So Lagos. from Benin, Canada. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, you're just from Lagos. School. You actually grew up in Worry and Benin. Yeah. So we used to go. I like, go to Lagos. Like, yeah. Every, it's not too far every like that. Once in a while, yeah. Yeah, I go and stay in the village for a while. I visit some family friends and, like Lekki and Ikeja. Mm. And then so when did home. when okay. did music come in? Because I mean, every, me where I first know you from is Africa, like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to fast party. forward like <laughs> a exactly. number of years. <laughs> but like, I can still take you back to explain why. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, why electronic music but i'll start from the middle and then we'll jump back and then we'll go forward oh yeah now no we're right. here for it so the first foray into music obviously was djing right mm-hmm. right and the reason why i decided to become a dj was literally because of zach el toro um i was with i had just met donley around that time we became friends so we used to like go to these random parties mm. so we had this party called um afro house at the time this was summer of I think it was 2019. In Lagos. Early in the summer. 2019. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, so this party used to run, and Razak was playing at this party, and he was playing this, like, edit of uh, Konko Bilo gotcha. by Lagbaja, but it. it was, like, electronic. Yeah. And I heard it, and I was like, bro, this is, this is it. This is the shit that I've always, like, dreamt of. Like, mm. I wanted... I feel this. Yeah. And it was just like, people say this shit all the time that they love something. But like, for me, it's like, it was very profound that he's doing it. Um, that means it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just in my own imagination. You mm. know? So I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that was the next thing that I just focused on. Interesting. In my life. I, ju- I literally, like a few weeks later, I not even, the next week, basically, by w- this was Saturday, by Wednesday, I had, like, my DJ gear. I was practicing. And I also, like, I was I was just becoming a fashion designer at that point. So right. I knew, like, some DJs and people like that. So I just, like, literally called one TK. 
TK Smooth. I called him. I was like, hey, man, like, I know you're doing something this week. Can I DJ at your party? He just laughed it off. I, I showed up at his event with my with my case. <laughs> I was like, are you going to let me? He's like, no, nah, no, not today, bro. But the next week, he let me, like, open. There was nobody there, just, like, a couple of my yeah. Wait, but you didn't know how to DJ before? No. This? Like, this was, like, literally two weeks later. I so that's what I was going to say. So you had no prior experience of DJing. Yeah. Not even messing around with it, nothing. It was just music. It was just like, I just listened to music. Interesting. And yeah, and I went in specifically to do that thing. Like, I'm not DJing Afrobeat, I'm not DJing anything else. That's what you wanted. This specific thing. Mm. So, like, two weeks later, he let me just open in front of like a couple of my friends. And it was shit. I bombed. But <laughs> I did it. I mean, you gotta stop from somewhere. Yeah, you gotta stop God, the truth. No, you have to be honest. Like, yeah. it, it's your first time of doing it, but Bro. I guess you kind of love the experience. Yeah, and you're like, like, you know I what? I got there, I did it, and I was like, okay, I've done it. What's next now? I need to get better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? And the next thing that I did um, was Black Magic. Like, I had DJed at home. Like, I had, like, practice. Just, like, stuff, practice, yeah. like, recording myself, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But no, like, gig experience and i decided to i decided to throw this event called black magic black magic was amalgamation of like all my skills at that point i did Mm. a pop-up shop um and then a fashion show with all my designs up to that point and my plan was while the runway was going i would dj DJ on the side right like at the the tip of the runway and this was in what year this was in 2019. 2019 right. as well. September okay. of 2019. So remember, we started from somewhere in like July. June, yeah, July. Yeah, yeah. Now and we're going down. By September, yep. um, we had gotten to that point. Uh, so Razak happened to come to that event. He just saw it somewhere and he was like, okay, I'm going to pull up and go see what this guy's up to. Yeah. And he comes after he listens to like the set that I played. He literally tells me, bro, we need to like have a meeting. And like two, a week or two later, he comes and sits. We go to this Chinese restaurant somewhere in Young, and he was like, "I've had this idea for years that I wanted to like form like a group. It's called a freak like me." And, and uh, by this time, we had already established that we're both like you know we're freaky freaky. Yeah. Know, <laughs> Just curious. Let me interrupt you real quick. Is it a double like entendre? Is it a freak like me and a freak like me? It is. It's meant to be right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So it's cool. That's a very and that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> like. We were both like and is is he based in Toronto? As yeah, well? he was like he's been a DJ for like eight years. Interesting mm. in Toronto, like he's been in the underground scene. Now he's like a full time DJ. That's what he does for a living. Okay, and yeah, he was like, I heard your shit, and like, we, we, it's this is what we're supposed to do. And come to think of it, uh, it w- a few months later, we realized that my birthday is on the tenth. Zach's birthday is on the eleventh. <laughs> Interesting. Of me. Right. So that's why he's Razak El Toro. So it's just like two Tauruses that like just right. function very similarly. Yeah. And like wanted to do exactly the same thing. So and that's how so I Freak Like Me was freak born. Freak Like Me was born. And in November of that year, that was my third like set in public. We did right. a Freak Like Me. And like wow. Freak Like just Me went. Just third set. That's impressive. Freak Like Me went in and like. It's crazy because like I was like. I'm sorry to no to, to cut you, but it's it's like I remember when the, I think that was last. That was when did we go for Africa like me again? Was that uh, this year? I think it was this yeah, year. Was, was this year? Was this year, was this year right? Yeah. The last yeah. Africa like me. March. We went we went in and I was like 
okay, African. This is interesting. First of all, I saw a very. It wasn't an African crowd. crowd. Yeah. yeah, it was different. Usually, if you're going to um, Kuruza or all these other, like, you know the crowd you, you see. You know the crowd you see. Yeah. But this crowd was very, very, very mixed. So I wasn't sure what to expect mm -hmm. from like the sound. So we get in, we see Lady Donnelly, and of course, we're like, okay, we can kind of get a sense of what it's going to be like. And then Mr. Martin Sen's head comes on and starts playing one type of jazz. And everybody was like, <laughs> I, I was going on here, you know? And I think that was when I was like, I didn't even know it was uh, like Afro-electronic. That's, yeah. that's what it's called now. But at that time, I just knew that, okay, this is a different sound yeah. that I didn't understand what it was. And it sounded pretty new, right? So I think that was when I was like, I was intrigued. I was like, this is this there's something special happening here. Yeah, it's it's different. I've ever seen like those genres mixed before. And it's it's very interesting because um electronic music is usually like European DJ exactly all this marshmallow type um yeah. festival music. And Afrobeats is has it like more rhythm, like dance, club, the percussions like to it. So it's I don't know. They just contrast interestingly. Exactly. And I think what comes out of it is, is it's quite amazing. No, it's, it's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Um, on that day I was having a good time, man. I don't even lie to you. I I I didn't drink that much. <laughs> this guy who who was the person forcing me to drink. I think it was David that was forcing me to drink. <laughs> but <laughs> who else? <laughs> but no peer pressure. <laughs> no, peer, no peer pressure. No, but we had a good time that day. And uh, again, that's when I that's when I was like, okay. This Africa King, there's something special here. When are you guys doing anything in Africa King? No, no, coming up now. Oh yeah, no. oh yeah oh stay tuned, oh yeah, guys. Come on, we we'll pull up. But let's 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 also go. so just following the timeline. So now we've established when music came in, mm -hmm. right? We obviously see that you are dressed like a waiting be the waiting be the male version of fairy. They get male fairy. Fairy, fairy now, fairy. Uh, I know, Sabi, but way. you are dressed very very you know spectacular here. So of course, fashion is a big thing, part of what you do as well. So when did that like start? So, um, becoming a fashion designer was very, I don't know, it was a very interesting journey. It was like, one day I decided that I didn't want to wear, like, what everybody else was wearing. Like, mm. It just looked so, it looked basic. Mm. So, I was like, how can I, how can I make my own clothes? So it was pretty much that. I want to I make my own clothes and I want it to be unique. Mm. I just want to have it. And just come up with like things that I wouldn't see on other people. Mm. So I was like, what's the best way to do that? I'll just design them myself. What year was this? This was 2017. Okay. So it's fashion started before music? Yes. But um, what did you go to school for? Computing science. Wow. <laughs> this wow. is completely like different. <laughs> so you went to school for computer science. I guess that's where, do you think that's where maybe where, where your electronic music no, came that's from? Not where it came from. It mm -hmm. came from my childhood. Right. Okay. What in your childhood? Um, I know I'm throwing I'm throwing you all yeah, around. No, no, but it's all good. It's all good. This story is just quite interesting. Um, when I was in, uh, let's say, just two, just three, my brother was in university then, so he had collected. Uh, how you know how people just do collect music from their friends? Yeah, yeah. I go there, MP3. Yeah. yeah, put it here. So he collected a bunch of music from one of his friends, and it was very broad. Mm. So for some weird reason, I don't think he had even listened to it. He had a he had Tiesto's discography on there, right? Mm -hmm. And I then copied all that music onto the desktop in our bedroom. So we had a desktop sitting under the table. What I didn't realize was was that those desktops they had speakers. Well, I never knew that they had speakers because we we used to you had to connect like a little like a Logitech speaker mm. if you to wanted to hear yeah. anything. But they do have like a tiny 
speaker on the inside that makes those like mm-hmm. those noises. So um, without realizing for like weeks on end, um, so someone and like maybe I had hit like the space bar and the music was just on shuffle, just mm. playing. But you couldn't hear it during the day because of like all the environmental noise. Right. Mm-hmm. But at night, when it was like quiet, quiet enough, you could hear the it. Music would start. Yeah, would be be audible, and I'll hear it while I slept, like when I wake up in the middle of the night. But it was so faint that I couldn't make out where it was coming from. Mm. So that's how like I listened to a lot of like Tiesto's discovery and just got used to trance, mm. like trance music and like the the spiritual side of it. Yeah, like the the way it moves and the yeah. way it makes you feel, like those like synths that are very like sharp and like they ring in your mind like mm. if you like listen to them for long enough. Yeah. So I got used to that sound and like it's not like I w- like knew what the culture was around yep. it. it. It took me to much later to to get what that was about. Mm. But I knew that like techno had like a certain like um motion to it mm. like there was a reason why it was so structured yeah so that was the introduction so when i came to canada i just did the same thing again that's that was how i used to listen to music if i liked an artist i'll go download their discography and just like cycle through it just play the whole thing yeah like, yeah i keep listening to it until i was like very familiar with that specific genre so it means a lot of my university days at least the early part of like 20 2008 till 2010, I was mostly listening to like electronic music and the gotcha. same artists. So you did university here? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I What's did, like, cool? A few. Uh, I went to Thompson Rivers University in Canada. Right. I'm not talking BC. BC. Yeah. Oh, okay. other side. It's not on this side. Yeah. So I was way out in the boonies. Um, I mean, what's in the boonies? <coughs> doing that. <laughs> what the mountains over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how like it got embedded. That's how the music. In my in my psyche, like like electronic sound, yeah, like, like deep electronic sound right. specifically, because trance is like slightly calm, yeah, calmer than like hard techno. Yeah. Right? So at the time where you started listening to this, prior to that, what kind of music were you into, or were you not into music, and oh then that was like your first no, 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 no. like immersion just into the it? Same way, like all of us grew up and like have musical influence. Yeah. Like, um, if you at different stages, like obviously there's my dad, my the music my parents listen to, yeah. which was very limited. They would listen to like Christian music, you know, Yoruba Christian songs. Yeah. yeah. And they, there was Bob Marley, of course, um, King Sonia Day, Ebenezer Obey. Yeah. Um, who else was on that roster? Uh, Raskimono, all those guys. We had like Lucy's, and then there was one oddball in there. Which one? There was a, there was a country mixtape interesting okay i love country music growing up i used to like that was that was interesting but go on go on it was just an oddball it wasn't even like one person's album It was just a bunch of like random songs that were just like ripped onto the cd Mm. and the tape was called trucking right that's such a country name yeah (laughs) yeah so um did i interrupt you okay yeah no but like i think you mentioned a lot of like the things you've done like all the disciplines you work in like and tell me if i'm missing anyone there's DJing, there's fashion, there's music. I know you dabble a little bit in some photography. Some photography one's interesting too. Yeah. I used to get I used to get paid to shoot um, rays. Rays, I university. see. And like I would do, I was the neighborhood photographer. I would shoot like baby showers, yeah. birthdays, graduations, 
I'm just collecting. Yeah. Which is there any other one that I'm missing apart from those four? Yeah, I'm missing my career. So <laughs> I'm a career shower. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that's actually very important. I, we I think <laughs> that one you has to have his own yeah. segment on his own. <laughs> yeah, but the, the question <laughs> I wanted to ask is um like so those are like four different things. Like I guess apart from music, the other ones are kind of like primarily visual. Mm-hmm. But it's like how do they how do they feed each other? Like how like how do you manage like okay working on music them, right? mm-hmm. then going to work on fashion yep. then going to I mean there's you making your own music original music there's you mm-hmm. being a DJ mm-hmm. yeah two different things like right then there's you making your clothes you doing your photography like how do you how juggle do you f- uh, yeah do they feed off each yeah. other is there synergy there or are they four different things for you they are all the pillars of creating a brand. Right. Ah, I see. Okay. Branding yourself. So mm-hmm. I feel like all of the skills that I've amalgamated over the years has put me in such a position where I can control all aspects of creating myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very strong because, like, fe- definitely they're going to they're going to influence each, each other. other. I yeah. think it's f- all coming from you. Exactly. Because yeah. okay, for for example, now for me, I, I can, like I was saying, I used to draw yeah. a lot, like when I was much younger. But I realized um, as time went on that like, okay, I, I don't actually, I'm not that interested in improving my drawing skill. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just drawing for my personal pleasure yeah. at this point in time, right? I'm also very, a very, very big, f- like music, and, and which is why I relate to a lot of things you're saying as well, especially like the, the spiritual kind of music, the one that it doesn't need lyrics. <laughs> It just <laughs> it just hits the soul and it's just it's a feeling. It's not about it's you're hearing something, but are you really hearing like it's it's really just the mood, it's just the feeling that it just puts in your soul. I love that I'm, I always wish that if I can actually miss start making music, it's just there's no time. Mm. Right? But it's like I realized that my passion and love for music um and then drawing as well. Those two things are feeding what I'm kind of using to express myself right now, which is different from what, like, is is a is a niche on its own, and um, which is architecture. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I can see how like my my love for music. Literally, sometimes I listen to music and I start seeing a space, right? Or I sketch something out and then it leads to music and then it feeds into the architecture and all of it all of it's combined, right? So. Definitely, takes your mind takes your mind to a space. You have to create an environment Ex- when you listen to something. Exactly, or exactly. Which is why I like music that doesn't have lyrics because it's it's almost spatial. <laughs> it's yeah. and it's like for me like and that, that's just going to what you're saying about how everything connects. It's like yeah. when I listen to music, I have a feeling that I'm somewhere else. Especially right. when you know you day under the influence of one or two things, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> everywhere is dark. Yeah. You have your headphones. It's just in, you. You listen to some kind of sounds and. And um, you're gone. You literally leave where you are. And you're in somewhere else. Yeah. And I think there's also I don't know like I don't know the scientific research. So don't but don't quote me. But there's something about like BPMs, frequencies of music, yep. and your brain. And your brain frequencies. Yeah, yep. Like, like music and us. Like we are we are related in some way in some like sort of cosmic way that I don't understand. But yeah, no, that's that's dope. Follow up question to that though. Do you have a um, do you have a similar creative process across those disciplines uh, or you approach them differently like if you're starting a new project hmm. like if um, they say you wanted you're going to edit pictures mm-hmm. and you're going to uh, make a new set or um, create new music like do you have 
like your ritual, your process? Are these similar? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very ritualistic. Mm. Um, I can talk about specific things, the way I approach um, designing sets, for instance. Okay. First of all, is where am I going to play? Oh, so the space you're going to play the set is important to you? Yeah, like oh. is it outdoors? Is it indoors? Is it at night? Is it in the evening? Mm-hmm. Who is who do I expect to be there? Like what's the sample of the crowd that I expect to be there? Uh, and see how I can shift the trajectory of that set to fit the crowd. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I'm not going to shift it based on what happens when I'm there. This is the only time where I get to like design for that crowd mm. and that's it, it's final. What I'm going to play is what I'm going to play. Um, so I think of those things and that's what usually influences what I, what vocals yeah. I mix on top of the sound that I already have. Um, but then it's like, what if it's like an early set, you don't want to be as like, you know, upbeat. It's yeah, like exactly. More chill. More chill, it's like yeah. Slow and like it has a look, a slower build yeah, up yeah. to the end. Exactly. And then, for instance, if it was like the one of the events I played recently that was short and condensed, it's like I bring like a certain like set of sounds that they're like at peak already. Yeah, right? exactly. Always dropping them yep. at peak. Exactly. So that's how you create like the, vibe. the perfect the vibe. Like, set yeah. that people will like. Yeah. yeah, it's very like context specific. Yes. I think that's context. actually cool because. Yeah, some some parties like you go to is like the DJs didn't get the memo man. at <laughs> all. Yeah, like yeah quite a number of those. I, I wanted to ask about Jairamo, yeah. right? Which is um your song, new single. Yeah, new yeah. single. Like relatively. When when relatively. did it come out? It, new. it came yeah. out in July. Oh okay. Um, of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Was it your latest single? It is the. Oh, okay. Um, I've been featured on like other songs since, yeah. since then, but yeah. So how did how did that process come out with you working with Lady Donny and Idris? And okay, so Jayomo in itself was influenced. It was uh, let's call it an extrapolation, but just in its melodies, though not in the not in the writing. I'll kind of talk through how I got to that song as a whole, but um, there's a song called Reality by um, Ainde Marshall. Mm. Um, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's like OG. It's like OG as fuck. Mm. It it has that melody like that's where that right, melody see, is from. Right, see, see, so see. that's what I started with, and then the words were from um, a Fuji song. So you wrote? Yes, I wrote those by like. Okay. I still have like the random ass recordings that I did then. It was like. It was supposed to sound like very fitting. It gives vibe like let's say they ilashe beach. That's the exactly party. That kind of everybody they show you. I can actually hear talking drums on that So that was how that was the initial like piece of the verse that I wrote. It was until I got Jerry to sing it that it changed to the way she expressed it. Mm. Yeah. And I heard it and it was in very bad shape when we first recorded it, but I heard it and I was like there's something in here. Shit is going to be like yeah. proper. Yeah. So I got um I sort of like fleshed it out, like just constructed a beat around it. Mm. So obviously I knew like where I wanted to take the beat to. Yeah. So with my limited production skills at that point, I like structured it. Mm. And then I Play for Razak, and I was like, like, this shit is dope. We should like work on this. Yeah. So Razak came, 
Idris was in the house. Idris was literally just there because we lived together. Mm. And he was supposed to just come and re-record like Jerry's part. Yeah. Right? And get her to like sing a few more parts. Yeah. And so while we were recording, he just like, yo, let me just like, let me just, just like spit on this track. Yeah. So he like, we constructed like the verse in mm. Yoruba because it's not like you could just like freely write in Yoruba. Yeah. So we constructed what he could sang say. Yeah. and he dropped his part. It's like, oh shit, that's hot. Really yeah, shit, nice. And then um, I sent that to Donnie because Donnie and I would just talk, like, just chat about stuff. I sent it to her. I was like, yo, I'm, I, I just started, like, working on music. Like, here's what I did. Mm. She's like, this shit, this shit right here, I'm going to, like, give you a verse. Oh, <laughs> mad, mad, like, mad, mad. I was like, yo, I love that. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Like, I love that. She's like, okay. And next week, she sends me a verse. A verse. So mad. when I first heard it, I was like, Okay, so like, this is the, like, are you gonna like, is this just like a, I thought it was like a filler, like she wrote, like it was just songwriting. When she was like, and we can do the bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't know right. this kind of vibe, yeah. this kind of melody. It's like, this is the verse. She's like, yeah, that's it. I was like, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, so I, t- I took it. And then, the, like, obviously, she was like, oh, baby, baby, don't you want to freak like me? I was like, that's <laughs> it. The anthem, it's that's the anthem it. right here. Like, we're going with this. Like, fuck yeah. it. So, like, I took it, like, to the extent that I could. I looked for, like, engineers, producers, whoever could help me, like, get it to the point I really wanted to get it to. So that's why I met, like, Q. Q helped me out. He added some guitars to it. Like, we just, like, fleshed the song out until yeah. it became, like, what, what it, is. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. No, Put that's it dope. Like, that's dope. So, like, I have, like, I guess we could describe the genre that you guys are carving out right now. Mm. as like an Afro-electronic genre. Eco-electronic. Why is it specific to Lagos? No, no, it's like it's the most. What happened to ABJ? I don't know where his beef is. There's a lot more culture there now. ABJ they farms UK too much. That's the problem. But anyways, here's the thing: like a lot of like the sounds that we would use, they're like very like Yoruba slash like. Lagos, like you know those yeah. Lagos parties, Jai, like you know when you Jai, Jai is mm. very Lagos, like yeah. Yeah. Fair fair it's fair the enough. home of yeah. Jai activities, you know. So it had to be like, and this was naming that uh, that Razak just came up with. It's right. like he also had this idea sitting in his journal somewhere, All right. and he's like, this is, this is it. We named the first party we did in Lagos. We just called it Electronic. Yeah, that's fitting. Yeah. How did it go? Oh, it was it was it was, it was super. I find that's the thing. That's the honorable good thing about Lagos. Lagos is very eclectic. Mm. Like you can find, find so many different, a ton of like different people that are interesting. Yeah. Now, why Santi Dave? <laughs> of course. <laughs> but like to 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 finish up that question, right? So obviously you are you are operating in a much bigger um, like a musical industry, mm-hmm. and I'll say uh, I guess the most popular thing right now is like the typical Afro beats that we all know and mm-hmm. all the regular pop singles that maybe. There's a lot of Amar Piano seeping into the mix. But, like, where do you guys see yourself fitting into that mix? Because, I mean, we have, like, it's not an easy um, audience, like, to please. So are you, like, looking for them, the Afrobeat listeners? Yeah, or we're, are you looking for a new audience that doesn't exist right now? I don't think we're looking. We try to shy away from, like, people that are <coughs> specifically interested in Afrobeats and mm. lean towards people that are open-minded in terms of, like, um just new things. Yeah. Like I want to hear something different from what I would listen to at home mm. when I go out. Mm. Right? 
and we obviously want to get it into like people's homes too so like they can listen to it because it has a certain beauty to it it has a it has a nostalgia there's mm. a lot of nostalgia built into the the type of songs that would make a good eco electronic track Yo, of right. course of yeah, it's like it's that nostalgia that we. I want definitely to appreciate it a lot because when I um, when I listen like to music, um, I'm just uh, I think what I appreciate the most in any artist and musicians is just someone who's experimenting and not giving me something that's tired. You know? Exactly. So, like I appreciate it a lot. I was just coming from the point of view of like, you know, a lot of music listeners because they are the people who are the opposite of me. When they love something, they once stick you, to once it. Once you move one degree yeah. off, they are they are going crazy. Yeah. And you know, there's also like just type of people to please like if you if you want to get that type of music on the radio you need to like all the uh, who are they the what do they call them the gatekeepers in right. the industry like you yeah. know, how do you approach that yeah, so i think it's dope for sure for me personally i'll just review the gates <laughs> exactly <laughs> break the table that's so that's like so. they can keep the table that they have and yeah. if we're not welcome there then mm. the approach is always to build a new one exactly and like now you can find your audience and well, of course and that's yeah. what i think is something like a freak like me is for yeah. right because yeah. like i mean people want to party people are looking up for vibes in the summer right you start that up put up on it and people come back okay this is a new sound this is interesting and that's that's actually how you build that up from there yeah so that's what i'm so right now like i'm looking at the environment and in the process of trying to design the next event i i know that there's a place if people wanted to like go for like you know turn up you know, there's places where they can go. Um, so what are we going to do that brings something different to the mm. table? Exactly. So we have our own thing and we're going to put that on and we are, we're going to design it in a way that people can experience something slightly different. Maybe it could be, it's something a bit chiller that you yep. can go to in the evening. Yeah. You know, just curate something different. It doesn't have to be like, you know, full on, like, turn off, yep. sweat. It could just be, you know, come Good have vibes. a drink, uh, sip some wine, exactly. you know, smoke, smoke your weed, and just like, and just chill have a good time. Yeah. That, that's definitely what, again, that's definitely, like, just going back to Africa, like, me, that's the, like, it, yes, people were there to turn up, but it was different. It was different. It was it had like, networking egg, egg, we're meeting each i saw a lot of yeah it was different i can't explain and what was that what was the place you guys used because it had two two sections right they had the, the dance hall area and at the back where a, i had those a bar those and the, the, the bar and the lounge which was actually very nice and yeah. then you have your fun there and you come back and see and you connect chill. to people yeah it, it was a good vibe because a lot of those things happened during the pandemic we made we we made special care to make sure we had enough space oh yeah, yeah that's so true. that people didn't feel like Tight. packed up into Tight. a room um and that space was important though it kind of like it creates like a wide um space for people to kind of spread out and it's not as doesn't look good on camera or whatever yeah. but it was still the people that enjoy it they really do mm -hmm. because really there's yeah. some mm -hmm. way they can come to just have and a good be comfortable time. listen yeah. to good music dance if they want to yeah. they have the space to dance we emphasize a lot of like respect like personal space you know let people have their personal space and i think it's something i appreciate about the alternative music scene just in general the one in nigeria and even mm -hmm. the global one when i came to a quick like me i super I, <laughs> I straight <laughs> up said it was super inclusive mm -hmm. like everyone was welcome and yeah. i think that was like the put that on the flyer yeah. exactly <laughs> everyone's come come as you are <laughs> exactly. have a good time i have a personal question for you and this mm -hmm. one is because 
I have, you know, there's part of me that wants to dabble in DJing. Okay. Ebel, Ebel, Ebel was alert. Ebel, pause. I'm sorry. Wait, what? No, I'm serious. I'm fucking with you. I feel like you. I think Ebel will actually be a good DJ. I can't be lying. I love music. DJ in the mix. You know the band. What's your DJ name, first of all? DJ Blue Tokyo. Blue Tokyo. Ah, Lil Tokyo God. is coming. That name goes a Tokyo long has, way. Lil Tokyo has Pinterest. Wait, is it? You said New Tokyo? No, Lil, Lil Tokyo, Tokyo actually. So Lil Tokyo Lil is about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Tokyo is a character Abel created that has pink dreads, right? And wears <laughs> wears dreads. Abel, <laughs> God knows you need to do your hair. Just do it once. It will actually be too Abel, bad if you do it once. As a DJ, what people are going to come me. through? You DIY be? If I if I was DJ, I think I have to go with the Daft Punk marshmallow type vibe. Right. Or Labaja, I have to create. Mm, the, I have to create that person. It can't be me. Yeah. <laughs> be a different human being. But yeah. So like, my question is like, man, DJing is some serious pressure. Like I've gone to parties where the DJ was it was not doing the job right. Guy, people. Thought, I was part of the people giving yeah. him shit. So like, what's that pressure like when you know you start to play your mix and it's not hitting right and people are just because it's crazy like. I can imagine comedians or Guy, live comedians, performers. Go comedians. To that no, that's harsh. Because that has only happened to me once, and uh-huh. it will never happen again. Interesting. <laughs> when when you were you I were DJ somebody's birthday party. Yeah. That's it. That's the only time that I put myself in that type of situation. Okay, I see. Right. Wait, that situation where you? What do you mean? Like you did it, and people were not moving. Where I went to play a set in a place where I didn't know what the crowd understand the crowd so i guess that's the key thing first to know the people that are coming yes i i i won't accept it if it's like i want to pay you to come and play at my birthday party okay do the people the people you're inviting to your birthday do they like electronic music or do they like alternative yeah like what they want to hear yeah and if the answer is not oh yeah like of course like me and my boys go to uh you know burning man all the time yeah i'll be like okay then i can come play at your party but if it's not that then but how did you manage it though like in I mean in the like moment when you realize that like oh more this crowd know they feel like i, you go I brought out the limited afrobeat songs that i had yeah in my library and then i dis- i told him that i played for like two three hours i just like disconnected and like put youtube yeah fair enough man like i I feel it for myself as the audience, like I'm more like DJ. I'm not feeling this shit, but I also understand from their point of view because mm-hmm. it's a it's a kind of weird place to be, um, position to be in where you're just halfway through your set and everybody's just like, like yeah. But do you know how bad it is for comedians? Comedians <laughs> that everybody's looking at you, <laughs> no, that one is, and they came here to laugh. Bro, people like, are do you understand? They came <laughs> here for a very <laughs> specific thing. Like people paid to laugh. You are standing alone on stage. There's no set, no and it's bright. Yeah. The spotlight is on you. At least Bro. DJ everywhere is dark. Right, you can hide. Mm. Sometimes, really hide though? sometimes the spotlight is on you, but yeah. sometimes you're hidden. People can be doing other things. This one is like everybody's it's facing you. you. Yeah, the light is on you. You are alone with your mic and you're bombing on stage. <laughs> Yo, I went to we went to a comedy club. I think we're going to one. I can't remember, but that was like a few months ago. Bruh, there was this babe that was bombing, man. Jeez, everybody, everybody just Jeez. observed this babe. <laughs> like you crack your joke. I feel like if somebody was bombing, I would laugh. Sometimes it's too bad that they, you literally, can't you can't laugh and you're just watching and she has to figure something out <laughs> on, on the sports. Spot. Yeah. Blood of Jesus. Blood of God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, this, this has been very interesting actually. And there's another thing, because it's the way you're coming up to me, you come up as a very, like you've, you've, you've done your research into what you're doing. 
you you're well read well educated on on your stuff and like you said you've been doing you were doing a lot of reading at a certain point when you were when you were much younger right and that um religion was also like was a big influence on what you used to do and now is like your mini militantly atheist that's what you said <laughs> so um do you think do you think that has any effect on your expression now like your religious like your belief then now does that have any kind of effect on what you're making right now it does because i always um i always consider um a story mm. what, what story i'm trying to tell about myself or my immediate environment and try and put it in whatever i'm doing mm. it's if you take the fashion it's about being it's about fitting in and creating space for ourselves as immigrants mm. in this country. Um, if you remember, uh, I was here in, I moved here in 2014 to Toronto specifically. Mm. Yeah, other Toronto is actually like the best place you can be as an immigrant in, in, in Canada. Canada. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And there was still no, um, there was still no Nigerian culture talkers of like, there's no African culture talkers of uh, Nigerian culture. Mm. Right. I mean, there's pockets of it, but think of uh, think the scale of Brampton mm-hmm. yeah. for people from India. Yeah. yeah. Think the scale of uh, Richmond for the Vancouver for uh, Chinese people. Yeah, yeah. Or Chinatown. Yeah, exactly. Or Caribana. Exactly. Or the See, we didn't have that type of visibility as we had Afrofest. True. Yeah. Is this the Apple Fest still going on? Yeah. I think I still. I think you went down in 2019. Still Apple Fest, so yeah. It's like well, since then it's been off, right? Pandemic, probably. Yeah. But it's nowhere near the scale of yeah. what I imagine we could be mm. in this country. So we start somewhere. Yeah. So if you, as a black person, if you want to go to a party, you would go to Soka Dance Hall. Because you don't have that many options. There was, yeah. Not, yeah. There was yeah. not much downtown. Like maybe if you had gone to North York, then there would be like one. Like shady ass yeah. club. <laughs> so like how you said shady. Mostly Gina like university Finch. like parties at that time. So yeah. I used to go to like campus. Right. Yeah. To like turn up if I was looking for turn up. Mm. But then downtown is either you go to like Re- Rebel after when he became Rebel. Uh, or I was actually talking about this last night with someone that the place to be the, the equivalent of the cruiser now was mm. like a barcode at product. Right. I've never heard no, of I don't know about that. OGs no. like that. So barcode was like a soca dance hall, mm. like all the black genres at that time, rap, hip hop. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it went, it went in. That she was hot. So and then they used to like alternate clubs. So there was product was the name of the bar, and then they moved to Orchid, Orchid at some point. Right. Mm. But barcode oh yeah, was right. the name yeah. of the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Orchid. Okay, yeah. That place that we lined up, we stayed outside for almost one hour. Mm-hmm. We not enter. They give us fucking table. <laughs> Like, they didn't even give us, like, booth. It they was table oh yeah, at the back. At the back. So fucking annoying. <laughs> so, that's, that was the vibe. I remember one time I was like, one guy stole my jacket. Ha. And one then, more. And that jacket was so fresh. It was my jacket. <laughs> he paid. So this guy took my jacket. And then I found him. He was wearing the jacket. I was like, bro. Wait, well, you found him that night? I found him that How night. How far? I, I ran everywhere. I found him. I was like, bro, can I, like, why'd you take my jacket? He's like, where's my jacket? I was like, I don't know anything. Who the fuck? Jacket. <laughs> can I have my jacket back? Well, I saw this guy threw blue. Uh-uh. He threw blue for face. Like, uh-uh. Jesus Christ. Fuck, bro. That's, That's crazy, Before I feel boss bought to Pound Fast, don't you come. 
They don't listen to worry boy. As they, they, they have no they idea what's going on. Girls are going to come so like that was one of the last times that like what I was like. Okay, that's wild, man. Bro, that's wild. If I go to a club and somebody should blow me. Jesus on top Christ. of your own thing, that's the annoying part. It's it's like, because you know, probably no one start fighting. You get passport shot. <laughs> that's what it's like, that's yeah. a very good way to think about it. Yeah. I don't allow you every be broke. Or to say, I they go back to Nigeria day. Yeah, be the fine boys. I like, call my boys from Misaga. Like, <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> no, they don't do me. They don't do me. They don't do me like this, man. So um. Matt, so <laughs> questions um, across your disciplines, mm-hmm. can you give us like one influence, like one major person that you like their work in that discipline? So it's like your fashion, like who inspires you, music, photography, hmm. uh, DJ, like is there? And there's some people, some people who don't have any, and that could be you. But just curious. Okay, so um, in terms of my music. I would say there's a lot of there's it's a it's a mixing part, yeah, it's a melting right. part of like influences. Like I can name a few. Like if I was trying to think of um, where would I what would I like what Nigerian and you don't stuff. have to be the main one. Like it would just be one person that you know just stands out to you that you look at. I, I had a poster of Lagwaja when I was mm. you know. Mm. Lagwaja is mm. incredible. You know, I I post up like which I we are plantation boys too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the <real> OGs. <laughs> Tetuila. Tetuila. Um, the remedies, you know, those guys from like the OG OGs. Um, in terms of, I'm a I'm a stan of the the weekend. Like That's those days are kind of like um, they're kind of melting away now because I'm into my own artistry. Mm. Um, but I do you like his new shit though. I I stand anything the weekend makes right. and who he is as a, what he represents as an artist. Yeah, no, I think he's right. very creative. I just that I think I fell in love with the old him, the, very the original weekend. Yeah, and the the pop the weekend now is just yeah, it's a little bit too watered down for me. See, for me, I love the visuals, the narrative. But I, mean, the smart, I don't even look at it that way. I look at it as how much better could he have done as a human being with his artistry mm-hmm. so it won't matter whether people anybody liked his next project i have decided to just it's not about the music for right. me it's about the artistry it's about like the process he had to go through yeah. to keep putting out music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah how did he come to this decision it's more about those things for me because after putting out so many successful projects yeah. and being able to decide that you're going to do something different yeah. next time that is the win for me. Right. It doesn't matter what came out mm. of it. And I I listened to it and though there's not there not as like a claim, like if I were to come make do a comparison, I, I won't bother with that comparison, but um I give it an A plus because of the work that went into it. Because mm. I, I know yeah. like if I put out this album now, what am I even going to do next? Yeah. Am I going to do the same thing again or do I want to like start that's like the fresh. first time mm-hmm. I did this shit, like yeah. come up with a whole new idea, and literally this guy has done it like seven fucking times. Yeah, yeah. Again, 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 incredible. It's so difficult. Like the best artists, like the, the artists that you compare him to, they never like, they never transform themselves that often. If you went and brought out Michael Jackson, as great as he was, I don't think he had to reinvent himself that many times. Right. Yeah. So this guy has had what? 
three at least three distinct errors that an average person that listens to the weekend would know of. I think the greatest artists have to do that to stand the test of time. Yeah. Like if you look at Kanye, look at Kanye West now. Yep. Kanye West that started um, what with just his his rapping. Yeah. He had this producing Pro- producer producing mm-hmm. was a producer actually, yeah. and then he wanted to be a rapper. And he went earlier to in his life, he was a visual artist. Exactly. So yeah. Kanye started with drawing. Exactly. On. Then we started producing for people, and it's like okay, I need to be a rapper. Then he went into rapping, and then he had his whole phase of just wahala. Yeah. And then now he's doing Come gospel music, <laughs> gospel rap, which is just and incredible. He, he simultaneously is a fashion designer. He's successful on all at the same time. And he's entering entry, entry into tech as well. Yeah. Then even if we stay on the music, it's very, it's like errors too, right? So you could say the three first three albums are very similar in style. Then yeah. he goes into 808. Yeah, exactly. And he yeah. goes into My Beautiful Dark Two Step Palace, which is like so... And and watch the throne. It exactly. just sounds expensive. Yeah. Exactly. Then his most recent music, there's the gospel side. Then Donda is just dark. Yeah. And it's just like very. But different. it's also uplifting as well. Yeah. It's like and, you, you, even like not just like Kanye Kanye West, for example. Anywhere that has stayed this long, you have to actually reinvent yeah. yourself because mm-hmm. you're you're going with the times, right? Even Drake. And stay too. relevant. I Drake. think Drake is one very good example. But it's yeah. also key that you hold one thing that. You stay true to it, yeah. like you can evolve, yeah, with that, but you have to maintain one particular thing that is you. And I think the best artist now to do that. The weekend still has, you know, in all his albums, even though he does a lot of pop soft stuff now, he still has you can still get those songs where it's like, This is the weekend, yeah. Drake still has it too. Usually, the end, the last song where he just goes, but Drake has two sides, anyways. He has his babe sides, where he's always crying <laughs> about babes, <laughs> and his. then he has his hardcore. Yeah. Rap. You know, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. so for do you want to like speak quickly about like the fashion ones or any so ones? um for fashion I um when I started that was when uh, classic man was uh mm. Jidena uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I can see yeah. that Jidena. Ah, I, I see, see no, it's <laughs> the head now that was when the mad Jidena is stylish like mad Jidena now though I'm more boys they find out what does he do these days does he still make music he's still he's still working in music he's oh, okay. he's part of he's a DJ he DJs now oh, I see okay. cheeky cheeky. Interesting. <laughs> Boy, is that? <laughs> no, yeah. interesting. That was actually one of my. Um, it was very interesting. So, Chifi Chifi is um, Jidena Nanakobena. Right. And Jidena Nanakut. What? Jidena uh-huh. and Nanakobena. Right. Oh, okay. That's his produce, like the guy that used to make his I songs right. with. The, he made songs together. You've seen me like the video of Classic Man as well and a bunch of other videos. Yeah. Um, but randomly out of the blue, sometime in like 2019, he reached out to me on Instagram and he was like, yeah, I love your shit, man. I want you to like make me something. Oh, that's dope. It's like dope. So I made him like some custom pieces, mm-hmm. had it like sent over. And then when he came to Toronto, like I, I spoke to him and like I got, we got invited to like um, the like the release party for like 85 to Africa. Interesting. So I, I like the album. Yeah. yeah. I met both of them. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, farms a little bit. I got, I, I given like Jadena these pieces. Like I had this pink bomber I was making at the time. Yeah. And he took it back and like one day just like randomly posted it. He did like a whole photo shoot. Right. With it? With it. Oh, that's, that's dope. dope. Put me on that's Instagram and I was like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> and so this was a very interesting story about the whole thing. I wasn't tagged because like, I don't know if he even knew what my Instagram was at the time. I wasn't tagged in the, in the picture, but it was there. Right? I could like I 
just took the picture. I posted uh, it on my Instagram. Um, when he, he comes back to Toronto for like his concert, yeah, and I knew some people like I got into that concert, I got backstage and I saw it today and I was like, bro, why you not tag me? <laughs> 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 Literally, she said that to me. I was like, bro, why you not tag me? Oh, can does he have a sound picture? I'm sure he does. He, he has a good one. He's yeah. like, bro, what do you mean? I was like, bro, why you not tag me for my picture? <laughs> He's like, oh shit, like okay, like there is my social media manager. Speak to her and she will like make sure it's done. I was yeah. Like, that's what's up. That's what's up. You have yeah. to let them know how far. Like, usually have big teams working on so many. Yeah, so they're not yeah, directly involved, nice. right? But you guys, he was such a stand-up guy. Like, I loved it. Like, no, that's nah, cool. that's great. I was obviously just joking, but yeah. he, I think he got that. Big shout out to Jitana. Yeah. Man, nah, but speaking about like okay. you know evolution and what do we have coming from you, you know, what should we expect? Yes. What should we expect? Yeah, you that's, know? that's that's a good place. It's, yeah. it's dark magic dance, man. That's hmm. that's why. Oh, I'm dark magic dance. Is that the name of the album? That is the name of my project. Damn, bro. Okay, Wait, uh, that name. Any snippets? What date? As in, <laughs> or name drops? Don't even, don't even think. I don't even imagine dates. Okay. Dates. I'll, I'll go with yeah, so cooking book on this one and just yeah. dates are not a consideration. Okay. When it should be ready, when, when it's, it's ready. ready. I like that. <laughs> We're here for it. Any any notable people on the album that we should? It's just me. Oh, okay. Joking. Nice. Joking. So um, all all my collaborators, all my all my collaborators so far on the project. Okay. Um, starts with myself and uh, Dino. Right. Mm. Um, not Dino Melai. <laughs> Hopefully not. Not, okay. not, not, not Dino has actually has music out. He has jobs. <laughs> Abel, you've listened to his music. Bro, <laughs> this is hard, bro. <laughs> not not yeah. that Dino. Okay. Not that Dino fucking Melai. Dino, we like it's D and then a dash and then an N. Right. Great rapper. Shout out. Um, yeah. And then I have a song with Razak, El Toro, there's myself, and the Ogun family. So it's like my okay. whole family okay. on the song. Nice. Um, oh, I love that. I don't even know this yet, but <laughs> it's, it's there. Love it. Um, so this is like your first body of work with music, right? Okay. Um, How does that feel? How does that, like, because I mean, every, I think every artist look for, looks forward to that moment where you actually release a body of work that is you and put it out there to the world. Mm-hmm. Not in small, small bits, yeah. but just that project. How does yeah, that feel? I'll tell you how I feel once I put it out. Okay. Okay. What's <laughs> like, yeah, I can, I can talk about like the process of like putting it out. So yeah, obviously Jayomo is on it, but reimagined. Right. Uh, it's dark, dark magic dance. So mm. It has like to be I dark. Jayomo right now is like, it, it reflects the, the lyrics of the song. Yeah. But I wanted to now have the underlying meaning mm. of you know the let it there's two parts to that of course is jayomo kimo leomo could you help us translate that let it in let me in right right hmm. so it's it. some really um dark meaning to that um the it is the darkness right uh, enjoy your, you know when you have too much enjoyment you know what comes next is your vices <laughs> So, <laughs> That's so true. This album, Dude, this shit sounds excited as bro. fuck, man. I can't be lying. It'll be crazy. So then there's uh, there's a song called um, Balela. That one's just me on that one. Right. Talking about some some witch. Some witch. Yeah. Wow. Some witch. Remember, yeah. it's called <laughs> dark. Now it has to okay. be dark. Over. And then there's. Uh, I love it. There's Isaleko. Okay. Like downtown, you know, middle of Lagos, in the in the middle. That's me in the middle. Hi, heavily influenced by Lagwaja. Love um, it. And there is uh, NATO. Some military shit. It's not. It's actually a love song. Oh, okay. 
No, that's dope, man. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're so excited. Super excited, excited man. That sounds mad. And what's the name of the, the, the album again? Star or you Dark Magic Dance. Dark, Dark Magic Dance, Dance. guys. Guys, watch out for that, man. Coming soon. Exactly. Well, this conversation has been incredible. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Man, we got to know a lot more about, about you, man. I'm sure we're going to have you on. You'll be blown up. So you know the vibes, I, I feel, I feel, yeah. I'm sure. Once you put out that I album, they might be. I tell people, I bet, when I help my minister. Stream that to him, but don't play yourself, bro. No, you guys just got to listen to that shit. It's like fucking epic. I help my ministry. So, before we wrap up the show, every episode, we always, you know, go around the table and talk about, like, what we've been listening to. It could be movies, music. Or just anything art related that you know you've come across in like recently that you really love and want to share. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we'll our guest. So we'll start with you. So we'll go around. Um, just put us on something. Put I was recently something. put onto something. Okay. okay. You know, by one of the people in the room, she put me onto lames. Yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah. like I heard it, and like once I hear something that I'll fuck with, I just know I was like, yeah, I fuck with this because it feels like. He's doing the same thing we're doing. Right. He's creating music that that has the nostalgia, is electronic, and um, just sort of like it's Nigerian. Yeah. Mm. So we fuck heavy with anybody that like it's in that does space. That. So yeah. I'm I've been listening to that. Into memes. You know, I've been listening to his project quite well, a bit. That's dope. Um, Sheesh. Um, for me, I have a mix of things. So this week, oh, I said I got put onto this show on Netflix called My. On Orthodox Life is about this uh, s- the CEO of like the biggest modeling um, agency in the world, mm-hmm. and this babe like started this shit at like forty five. She left her marriage from being a like typical Jewish woman to running like the biggest modeling agency in the world. Like the story is really interesting. I that's think people crazy. would love to see this. Um, that's just in terms of like what I've been watching. Um, I have a couple things I've been listening to this week. I've been on some vibes cartel shit because uh, I've been trying. Ashish is most like bro. Ashish. It's all over the place. Vibes. Exactly. There's no focus. I see it. It's all over the place. Vibes. It depends on what Stay I'm trying focus. to achieve, Stay right? Focus, my brothers. <laughs> this week no I was lose. trying to run through a deadline, and I needed like vibes real vibes to just mm. keep me on point and keep going. Right? Couldn't go with anything slow. So I've been listening to Too Young by Vibes Vibes Cartel and Lane. I think I'm saying that right. I think okay. it's a fantastic song. People should listen to that. But yeah, that's me for the week. Odudu, what have you been up to? Uh, okay, so for me, I've been listening to an album that basically, two albums that basically carried me through my thesis here. Right. Um, Brimo. Brimo's, of course, of course. Brimo's Clitoris and... Uh, <laughs> that one is, is, is quite incredible. Clitoris <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? Also. Mm. <sighs> these guys, the name of these guys' album is Clitoris. <laughs> Very lucky. Like... <laughs> But the thing is, he's saying, like, I just realized, Brimo is, you know that Ekato, that's Level. where that guy is. Yeah. I've, I've listened yeah. to his interviews. Like, he is, he's, he's, he's talking different. about some very, 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 very deep shit. And let me just describe, people that have not seen this album Wait, cover. Did somebody not diss him because he was standing in the other day? <laughs> wait, wait, he was doing For what? Real? He was? Yeah, he was like... Ah, Brimo, you don't fuck up. Uh-huh. They don't pay They call him Obalende... Valende philosopher. Ah, <laughs> la 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 la. What's <laughs> going on here? See, for me, I just, I just whatever. Uh, the separate, is, separate the art from the exactly. artist, right? Like the music is fire. I'm dead. Yeah. So this this <laughs> album, <laughs> this woman, I think she has a big, like she's is, she's naked. She has, she has a scarf, right? She yeah, has that album art is just dark. Bro, yeah. I love she has it. a scarf. They have, she's <laughs> naked, but have their flowers on her on her breast, and her wings are like fading away. They're made of smoke, and then the 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 the, the, the 
head of the bird designed this as well. Has like a deer, and it's like the pictures. Like she's I wonder where this idea came Zona, from. She's on fire, kind of. Look at that. Like, like, but this 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 whole album. Primal was talking about some extremely deep <laughs> shit, but it's I've very, seen, it's very. The album art is fitting though for for what exactly. what is on the album. It's extremely meditative, but I've I've just been listening to it just because I mean yeah. the the entire album that and also. Let's make love. I feel like since let's he, make love. That's what it means. That no, that jam oh. is on the Osor album. Right. Let's mm-hmm. make love. When he once he left Chocolate City, he just went into his own. He went rogue. Yeah, thing, exactly. Right? I want to actually listen to him live. Because apparently his live performances are incredible. Yeah. Well, I won't understand all those. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 about, it's about the feeling, feel. right? Fair, fair, it's about fair. what you get from it. You don't necessarily need to know the lyrics. The genius. Go see the lyrics. Exactly. That time. So, well, for me, to this week is music. I Well, I finished Stranger Things, but I talked about it last Dude. week. Is it great? No, the only half of it is out now. Right. So it's good. Like, it's still, it's Stranger Things. I feel like really I, I've not been able to, like, get into through. it. Like, right? I feel me, like I'm waiting for it to finish. It's the same thing they're doing every year. Yeah, like. I just, I, I feel like it's a very expensive show. <laughs> I'm more, I'm there for the cinematic, like, extravagance that right. you're doing not yeah. necessarily the story i already know the story it, that's that's it. my problem exactly. that's why i can't watch it because so i know what's going to happen visual effects and like just all the crazy shit that happens that's what, yeah. what keeps me there then for me music i found this artist actually yesterday her name is n-e-z-s-a so i don't know how to pronounce it but i think it's n-e-z-s-a Nessa. yeah right and she's apparently i think she's a new artist uh, on her bio i saw that she's with empower africa that's mr easy's true okay. okay and she has two songs i really like trouble and break and I think she's based What's in her Canada. Is is like Thames Georgia Smith okay. type okay. of vibration. I like that. Very slow. Yeah. Like love. I, I don't know. Her music is very euphoric. It's the right. type of music I like. Right. I think she's she's dope. She definitely is something interesting. To watch. Interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll put we'll pull all of this. You know the vibes now. No, that's so usual way. But that was new music I got. Oh no! Amazing, that's amazing. Me. This was a fantastic episode, guys. Nah, Martin. Speak, speaking of genius, I used to write MIs uh, genius lyrics. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, if you go on genius right now, you look up like uh, someone's chairman. Yeah. Uh, I think I wrote most of the lyrics on there. Wait, like you anybody write it, yeah, you, you, you become a contributor. Also, it's kind of like uh, Wikipedia where you write and then upload. Yeah. Interesting. So that means so that means it could be incorrect. If it did wrong, no. At some point. No, like that's the thing. I'm always the one like going down correcting a lot of people's lyrics. If I don't know it, I'll skip the verse. Right. Oh, like, I, I like see. if there's an like an Igbo verse there, for instance. Right. Oh, I see. I see. Are you a bigger my fan? Yeah, uh, we did an episode of him last season. <laughs> that was epic. Funny now, iconic as fuck. I forgot to it. tell him that when I met him, because <laughs> I was just like, I beg next time you go tell him. I'm just like, bro, I mean, I mean run your He needs to drop that song that he did with his for his wedding video. I don't think I've seen that. You have not seen his wedding like at all announcement. No announcement. Yeah, no. there was one I didn't song. I didn't remember I was married. Unreleased song. No, he's not before. married yet. Getting. Yeah, he's getting married. But okay. that song is fire. Anyways, you know this has been. Thank you so much. Nah, thanks for coming on, man, on. and this spreading this knowledge. We love it. And You're you know, welcome. Can't see where. Can't wait to see where you go from here. Dark. And um, I need a Martin piece, by the way. We'll talk about it. Right. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> I, I need some of this drip. Just again, read, let, let them know album is coming out yep. at some point soon, guys. So just stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for you know? now, the stream sh- Jayo more. Yes. The chef is cooking tonight. The, sh- the chef is cooking. And then Africa Like Me, another event coming soon, coming I think. Very, very soon, guys. Very of course. Soon. If you're in Toronto, check that shit out. Please, you know, guys, like, 
comment, subscribe, exactly. go to our YouTube page. Right and guys, right I beg, right drop, right drop right. what you guys think our ad lib should be. We've been, we've yes. been trying to do this for a while, right? Like, as you can see at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> we're all over the place. We need yeah. something. Ground us, I beg. Ground us. Uh, thank, thank you. God, thank you. Thank God, do any ad lib. Baba, you go join us. You didn't want me. Atletico Madrid. Yeah, that's what's up. Guys, we say have an amazing week, guys. Enjoy your week and Exactly. Take care, guys. Listen, subscribe, like, you know, follow us. And Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Um, your choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you're the freak like me. <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have a good week, guys. Thank you for coming. Take care, for people. Listening. Bye. Bye.